Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch the way through sex in the city for the first time ever, mostly. We are so excited because today we have an amazing person we had. She's a New Yorker. She's a singer. She's a TV host. And she's a huge fan of Sex in the City. And we can't wait to talk to her. So please welcome our guest, Adrian Bailone Houghton, everyone. Adrian. Adrian. Yes. Thank you for being here. I always feel like when we introduce a guest, we should we should clap, but that's I know we we say we say (laughs) that like I know that the the listeners are clapping, but yeah, we always do that. Thank you for doing this. Thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, and this is uh, we were talking before we got started about the magic of Instagram, and we got we got connected on on uh, through Instagram, and then asked you to be on, and we're so pleased to have you. Thank you. Seriously, I love when Instagram creates those kind of connections. Like that's what I think Instagram really was intended for. And those are the good perks that I love about it. Um, I literally have made friends on Instagram. I just bought someone's bed yesterday on Instagram. One of my favorite bloggers was selling a bed and I DM'd her and I'm like, I want the bed. She sent me her address. I sent my family to go pick it up. Like Instagram, the possibilities are endless. For real. We we looked in the comments one day and we just had a comment below that was like, oh my gosh, I would love to call in sometime. And I was like looking, I was like, is this a real account? And it was just Sarah Jessica Parker. That's how we ended up getting her on the show. Wow. And it was like, we like had a panic attack. We were texting, we're like, thought it was like a bot account or like someone trolling us but it was it was no it's just the mat the magic of instagram you know it really yeah it's it's pretty it's crazy when you see people like you you have a a pretty large instagram following it's really really crazy messaging back and forth with people just knowing that you're essentially just texting through an app but (laughs) there's all these other people on the other side of the account it's like oh combo yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, really well. I have a question. We ask this to all, all our guests and it's such like an iconic show that so many people have these great stories, but what is your relationship to sex in the city, especially as like a New Yorker who was living in the city, like as it was going down. So what's yeah. your relationship to the show? I am obsessed with sex in the city. I was obsessed with it. You know, in my 20s, I really got into it. My sister and I, my sister and all my girlfriends, like, 
Sex in the City was our go-to. And then when I moved out to LA crazy enough, at that point, like E had picked up Sex in the City and I had all the DVDs of every single season and I would just watch them nonstop because I missed the city so much at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, I always felt like their love lives were more tragic than mine. So it made me feel better to watch. And mm -hmm. I, I literally believe that there is an episode of Sex in the City for every moment in your life. Wow. wow. Like, mm. it doesn't matter what it is. It's like, oh my God, you should see this episode. Did you see this episode? Like, I believe that so much so, and I've said it on my show, The Real, how much I love Sex in the City and how much I love Sarah Jessica Parker mm -hmm. and her character, Carrie Bradshaw. Um, I actually met Sarah Jessica Parker at the US Open. Um, I got to meet her, but I was so starstruck that I refused to take a picture with her. But when I walked away, I was like, I just met Carrie Bradshaw. They're like, oh. They're like, Carrie Bradshaw is not a person. You just met Sarah. I'm like, no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Carrie no. Bradshaw is a person. She's a part of Sarah Jessica Parker, but I just met Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, talking about Sex and the City so much and loving the show so much and talking about Sarah Jessica Parker, Last year for my birthday, The Real got Sarah to actually send me a birthday message. So it is on my wow. Instagram. If you oh. scroll down a whole year back, my birthday post is Sarah Jessica Parker saying happy birthday to me. She said my name out of her mouth. That's amazing. Oh, that's we're gonna amazing. we're gonna find that and put that up on our Instagram. Yeah, and absolutely. Put that it and was highlight so that. Good. It that's was so that's good. amazing. Wow. What a because well, Kevin, Kevin mentioned. I bet. I mean, that's, it, it's one thing to meet her in person. Then it's another thing to have her actually reference you knowing yeah. that you're a fan. It's like the, it's like, it's like someone sending you a cameo, but it's actually just them doing it themselves and yeah. just send it to you. That's amazing. That's great. It's a, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, so, exactly. So growing up in New York, cause you were, you were born on the Lower East side. That's right. And, and you grew up in New York city and you were essentially living in New York in the time when Sex and the City was being made. Yeah, and, absolutely. And did you ever see? Did you ever see it being shot? Were you aware of it when you were growing Never, up? Never, because I think I maybe was too too young at that time. I was like fourteen, fifteen ish okay, okay. at that time, so I didn't mm -hmm. notice it then. But you know, now they have Carrie's apartment is her brownstone has the mm -hmm. like that little chain across from it. Like yeah. people take pictures in front of it. I did my engagement and my wedding announcement, my save the date. How do I explain? You know how you take engagement photos? Yeah, yeah. I did yeah, my yeah, engagement yeah. photos in front of Carrie's building. Are you, are and you then serious? I used oh my that goodness. photo to send out the save the date to everybody for my wedding. And wow. it is in front of the steps of her um, her brownstone apartment. Wow. wow, that's so. Did you use yeah, a? Yeah. I couldn't help but wonder. Will you? Will you come to my wedding? Was it a? I, was it like a Carrie Bradshaw uh, internal m monologue for the invitation? No, it should have been. I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> we actually, we got married in Paris. Yeah. Get this, at the hotel that Carrie and Big stayed in, and my honeymoon suite is the Carrie Bradshaw suite. Wow. wow. I, I get out of town. I'm joking. I'm a real fan. <laughs> no, I mean, we, so, we have on, we have on f people that are like fans, but they're like, so I watched the series like once through when it was first on and then once through a few years ago. And I love Charlotte and 
but I feel like you have to be the biggest fan we've had on. Yeah. yeah. No, next level. So I did my pictures in front of her house, in front of her building. <laughs> then I got married at Plateau, uh, Plaza Atene, Plateau, Plaza Atene, <laughs> which if you watch when big fall, remember when they're fighting in the hallway and all that, that is in well, this well, hotel. So, so one thing we, about, uh, we, t- we haven't talked to this, but like, you know, we're watching the show for the first time. So we haven't gotten to that part yet. We are in season six right now. We just met Petrovsky. So it's crazy <laughs> because like when we talk to people like you who are major fans and then we're like, oh no, we're we, we don't know all the time. So we haven't seen that. We haven't seen Big and Carrie go to Paris. We're like, but we we know it happens. Six. Like we the spoilers we are off happens. the table. We spoilers know that we know the, the arc. Yeah, but we we haven't actually seen it yet. So when we watch it, yeah. we're okay, gonna have so to pay close attention. Yeah, yeah. I got married in that hotel. That's the hotel I got married in, and that my honeymoon's my the bed I slept in. What is the Carrie Bradshaw suite? It's where I got my hair and makeup done for the wedding. My gown was there. I consummated my marriage in that bed. So very proud of that. That is a that is that's amazing. amazing. And because we've heard so much about how the series ends in Paris and how it's like such an iconic, perfect, perfect ending to the series. So, um, and mm-hmm. it just sounds like it must have. I'm excited for a romantic ending to this show because no one's going to copy it unless it's like beautiful and perfect and uh you know that's yeah. awesome good you know, that's are awesome. you good. a uh we got to know then who who are the guys who are the boyfriends in the show that you're like those are my favorite like you don't it could be big or aiden but it could be, it could be big any of them big no okay mm-hmm. although okay okay i love carrie bradshaw and i got married there for the carrie bradshaw suite and all of that yeah, yeah. right right but Big and Carrie, it, for real life purposes, I am so not a fan. Like, I would never date a guy like Big. Mm-hmm. You guys are, okay, you're meeting Petrovsky, so you're already way past uh, Natasha mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her breaking her teeth, her falling. Yeah. And the, okay. I, I personally could never do it. Like, yeah. out mm-hmm. of all of them, I think yeah. she should have been with Aiden. Like, really? she really? should have cheated on Aiden. She should have stayed with Aiden. Aiden really loved her. Aiden was a good man. He was a freaking carpenter, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, Aiden mm-hmm. was the one for Carrie, in my opinion. Granted, I think there are women that need that more of a chase or that bad guy or that I am not that girl. I actually, mm-hmm. out of all the men, the one I really would have, like, who I would marry is Harry. Harry's the one. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're yeah. Harry. We love Harry. We call uh, we we called um, we were just really bored on Instagram, and we uh, we started calling Harry the cream cheese poppy, and we started making we started making memes that are like Drake pictures, but we put Harry Goldenblatt on them, and we call him cream cheese poppy because he's the best. He's yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's he's he is the best. He's, he's, Harry, Harry is Harry. Harry to me. <laughs> is the man you marry he mm-hmm. he's everything i i yeah. love harry yeah, yeah. And even when, like, like when he moves when him and charlotte move in together and he's naked all the time and yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. His bare ass on the table and on everything on every piece of fr- i just i just think he's an amazing man the way yeah, that yeah, i he, feel about these people as if they're real characters mm-hmm. in real life like i love harry yeah. If yeah. any of my friends was looking for a husband, I'd tell them find you a Harry. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you said, I, have, wait, you, I, have, you, I have a question because you said that you married a Harry. Do, do you consider saying. yourself a Charlotte or do you consider yourself a Carrie who married a Harry? Well, here's the thing. I know that Candace Bushnell actually create. I heard that she created these characters actually all based on one person. Mm -hmm. So the funny thing is when you watch this, you can actually relate to each one of the women because totally. women are not one dimensional. And even mm -hmm. though the characters... Mm -hmm are very specific in certain ways. There's a little bit of each of them in each and every one of us. So like I say, I used to be Samantha. Okay. okay. Even then, okay, how do I explain? I was a Samantha in a committed relationship always. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that makes sense because Samantha down had a committed to try relationship. Anything but with mm -hmm. one person. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. Does that make sense? That's like, yeah. That's like Samantha also, and Smith. Long-term boyfriend mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, but I loved being like wild, crazy, sexy, like Samantha, mm -hmm. but like at the same time, extremely traditional with my one boyfriend for like nine, 10 mm -hmm. years, like Charlotte. Mm -hmm. But now I Samantha's also incredibly loyal. Charlotte. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now what, now, what now, are the now, qualities? Days. What, what are the qualities that you see in your husband now that you think are like hairy qualities? Cause like, I think everybody loves Harry, but some, I, I feel like. What what are the things that are most attractive about Harry? Because there's something intangible, but I think there's like certain qualities he has that like everyone's like, he's the man. And like, what are those for you? Okay. One, I love that he knew what he was looking for in a woman. I love that he knew he wanted a wife. Mm. And he also was fine with explaining to her that his belief was first for him. And I mm. definitely married a man who obviously is... Christian and that to him was is the most important thing and for me that's comforting because I'm like man if all people have to hold themselves to is you like if like if you your standards of being good to me is just based on me you're gonna fail me but if mm. you're holding your standards to like God if like you gotta answer to God <laughs> you're you're probably more likely to make some good decisions if you're answering to God, yeah. like, I don't need you to just answer to me, answer to the Lord on the thing <laughs> that you do. So um, I love that about Harry. Harry was very spiritual and felt strongly about his faith. He wanted mm -hmm. to marry a Jewish woman. Um, and I love that. I love that they, she really wasn't religious herself. And so she was like, I could do that. Cause I'm not like OD Catholic or anything like that. And she ended up finding, um, that she loved Judaism. And I think that that's amazing. So they came together, number one on their faith. So I think find you a man who believes in something more than just you, mm -hmm. who has faith yeah. in something, who believes in something, who has to answer to someone bigger than you or us humans. I think, yeah. I think yeah. it helps you just, even if it really doesn't exist and we find out it was all a lie, it probably made us live a better life. Mm. We, I think we that's really like sage advice. To answer to something. That's really yeah, great advice. That's, that's great advice. Cause especially if you look at the other relationships on the show, like that one, you're right. That sticks out the strongest because I guess, I guess the other one, I'd like to hear what you think about Miranda and Steve. Cause Steve probably just believes in his bar, you know, and he believes basketball. in like Miranda and basketball. And Comfy shorts. Career. Have you guys yeah. seen the movies though? Not oh, yet. No, not yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, listen, spoilers are off the table. So yeah. like, if you so want to have anything that you it, need to tell us, <clears throat> We have heard yes. that. We have heard that. We have yes. so heartbreaking. So there you go. But he tells her 
I slept with someone else. And let me tell you why I actually don't think Steve is a terrible human being. Because normally you hear that a man cheats and most women are like, we hate him, crucify Mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why Steve is different is because Steve did not live a lifestyle of cheating on Miranda. Steve mm-hmm. did not believe that man uh, that Miranda should be cheated on. He did not seek out somebody to cheat on Miranda with. He legit got drunk, had sex with somebody, came home the next day and was like, oh, damn. Oh, man. <laughs> I messed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry. If I ever were, which I highly doubt I could do it because that's just me, I don't think I could ever, like, forgive my husband for cheating on me, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Maybe mm-hmm. the Lord needs to work on me for on forgiveness, but I don't <laughs> think I could do it. But if there was ever a chance, it would have to be that you got drunk, something happened, you came directly to me the next day and said, this is what happened. Something is wrong in our marriage that even allowed this to happen. Let's please work on that. Let's go to therapy. Let's go to counseling. Let's figure it out. I would actually respect that. I would respect that you mm. had the balls to tell me mm-hmm. what happened. Um, I would also recognize that you're man enough to recognize that what you did is wrong and not cover it up and not and, and that this was a one-time thing. There is a difference between holy crap, I messed up versus I actively and knowingly went ahead and betrayed you. I, I planned and you know, I'm meeting this person at this time at this hotel Mm -hmm. and we are scheming and plotting behind my back. That to me would Mm -hmm. be the hardest thing to get over because that's like the trust there is so broken versus like I was drunk and I did something wrong. So I actually think Steve is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, that's... Yeah, and I I think that uh, if, if a man was ever going to do something wrong to you, the way he handled it was great. I think that so, like so, points out Steve's integrity there, and it's like yes. a different. It's a, it's a difference between a mistake and like like you like said, you a said like a, a life a lifestyle, like a lifestyle of deception. Yeah, I mean, or the, something like what that. you described that li- the lifestyle one is essentially what Carrie did to Aiden, and how she yeah. just completely mishandled the whole thing, and then of course uh, broke it to him right before uh, the wedding, which was another horrible call. What, so, what so, would make her do that? That timing. What terrible. terrible? What made her think that that was the good time to do it? Terrible. terrible. So, I have a question. I think it for was that. Then. I think it was that ill-fitting uh, brown suit that Aiden had on. She, that was the last straw. <laughs> straw. <laughs> She's like, I can't go yeah. to a wedding with you. I that cheated on you, but that suit, no way. Your fashion. <laughs> that suit was not it. <laughs> yeah. What the ring uh, he got her was also not it. Yeah, no one liked the ring at all because it was it was. Uh, I forget like the kind of shape of the diamond, Was but there's a whole conversation. About she how, didn't like the ring. She, yeah, she didn't. And yeah, none of them liked it. There's, yeah, it didn't work with, out at with, all. With so, their relationship, with with the cheating with um, Carrie and Aiden, I agree with you. Is like the most egregious kind because it's like, it's like uh, weeks of like lies and this and that, and there's such like a there's such like a sexiness to the thought of it, and then once they do it, you're like, oh, it's gross. It seems like. Smo- Smo- it's, yeah, it's it, the premeditated it, yeah. idea of like mm-hmm. I intentionally am going to hurt someone I love. Like yeah. I don't care about her feelings, and I'm going to do this. And Carrie's situation, she knew that this would break Aiden's heart, and she still was like, "And I'm putting on my pretty panties and I'm going." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you don't care about that person. 
Yeah. How do you think, like you, you've said, we've talked about which ones are our favorite women and we all, we all talk about like who we are in the show, you know, and everyone does that. Like if they're Carrie, Miranda, whatever, but if, so Carrie, you've said is, you know, you love Carrie Bradshaw. How do you reconcile loving Carrie Bradshaw with some of the terrible friend decisions she makes and like the Aiden decision? Cause we talk about this all the time. Like she sometimes is not a good friend at all, but also there's a reason the show is about her. There's mm-hmm. a reason that people are fascinated with her. So how do you relatable. reconcile the good and the bad? Mm-hmm. It's relatable. None of us are perfect. And I think even when we see her flaws or the terrible decisions she makes, we like, oh, damn, girl, me too. You're not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like uh, I've cheated on a boyfriend before, so I know exactly why she did what she did. Does mm-hmm. it end well? Absolutely not. But again, you watch it and you see yourself in her character. You're like, oh, man. I know what that's like, girl. You're about to be in a whirlwind of, ooh, don't do it. Don't do it. But um, I think there's definitely that. Why do you think she's a terrible friend? Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. John? Oh, John, you take this. (laughs) This is John. Okay, I, I think Carrie is incredibly self-centered. I think she will oftentimes make light, not always, but make light of other people's <laughs> problems to steer the conversation on her issues, which are seemingly smaller than her friend's issues. Now, this is John. Got, this is John. This is John. This is. But not, I got to point out. I got to point out for. I got to point, point out for out. anyone. For anyone listening to this and not watching the video, watching your face, just your jaw dropped <laughs> when he said that. I know. I felt so bad. I, I want to take it all back. I want to love no, Carrie just to not, not hurt you like that. I just sometimes get frustrated with her decisions. Like, and I, like, like, why? I feel like she's always there for everybody. I can see Samantha maybe uh, being self-centered. Because, like, you know, when Carrie's talking about her husband, obviously not being able to perform in bed with Troy originally, Trey originally. Originally, um, by the way, I went to one of Kanye West Sunday services, mm-hmm. and Trey was standing right behind me. No. I, Are you serious? Are you Are you serious? He went to a That's Kanye West story. Sunday service. Was he was, was, he, was he holding a cardboard baby? Like, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> like he was in it, and I was just like. That church atmosphere, thinking to myself, oh my god. It's the guy that can't go up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you, you, know did you just crazy? slide him over a Jugs magazine? You're like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> I really yeah. want yeah. to. Like, like, here you go. I you cannot, know, you, you think I'm, that you really want a certain kind of sex in the city gossip, but what you just so that's the kind of gossip we need that yeah. Trey was at a Kanye service. I mean, I that's, mean that's, Trey was at a Kanye service. Insane. And at first, I didn't recognize who he, like, I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. Weird. Like, it was so, like, out of, you know when you see somebody just not where they're supposed to be like yeah. babe yeah. what's that called out of yeah i was like they, like so i went on and i'm like singing the song and then i was like oh. <laughs> 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 
That is Charlotte's first husband. Who was the first person you told? Did you text your sister right away? And you're my like, mom I, was standing next to me. She was oh with me at the, at the service. I was taking her to see it. So I'm like shaking her. And she's like, huh? Huh? What? <laughs> I'm not the guy. Remember, he couldn't like mom. And she's like, what are you saying to me right now? That is, that that is so funny. Was he, did he have I, I, rhythm? I remember I was seeing a Broadway show one time and Bono was in front of me. And he was just like bopping his head the whole time. And I couldn't pay attention to the show because I'm like, Bono's really into this song. But, but <laughs> was how was how was Trey? Did he have rhythm or was he? Yeah. Was he, and he was okay. like, in, okay. he was into it. And I was like, okay, oh, come through. Oh, that is so this I, I want to, I want to ask about something that we briefly touched on, but we never got the story uh, when we were setting up the audio. You mentioned that you saw us because a friend passed on a Samantha Scat meme, and you said you have you have something uh, uh, to share with us about that. Shout out to my producer friend Dave Block, who is obsessed with Sex in the City, just like me. He's actually the one that made uh, the Sarah Jessica Parker video possible for my birthday, um, and he's the one that sends me the video mm -hmm. with that being said we watched this scat not only did we watch it <laughs> my entire family memorized it no. so my nieces who are six and eight will walk up to you and say come on is come over here oh, I don't remember it. saturday for cable window <laughs> UJ, South Oh, we know my the whole thing. Come we, on. We need a it's like, we need a Yama Kippa Yabo, say the right for cable window lat and need quotes. UJ, Sassaray. Oh, and the he dogs and the she dogs. And the, like, we memorized it. Like, we wrote it down phonetically, and it was on our refrigerator in my house. And right now, if I FaceTimed my niece, they would be like, Yama Kippa Yabo, say the right for cable window lat and he quotes, Yuge, South Soup, like they know the whole thing. That, that is every that, member of my family. Oh that my is gosh, the, my face the, hurts from smiling so best. hard. We, <laughs> we watched it, we've watched that so many times and we've never Crazy. even thought to do it. To do it. Yeah. No, yeah. No, now yeah. I feel like yeah. we're going to be inspired to memorize it too. By, he's like, the doom, 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 doom. Here is, come do my the doom, doom, doom. Play it for come me. On, come is. on, there, There's Harry with the, with the bass. There we go, Harry. 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 Israel. Israel. Yamba Kippiebo. Sad a rape for cable window light and you quote. UJ, Sasserae. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh man. Oh, that is my that gosh. is not only that's one of the funniest things, but it's also like very acute and romantic. Yeah. yeah. You can be like, it babe, so bring the, the bass. I had to memorize it. Oh, oh, that's that's we've been doing this for two years, a couple hundred episodes, and I think that's the favorite thing. That's my favorite thing that we've seen yeah. so far. Oh, so I thank you for that's, that. That's incredible. That's the best thing to happen on the podcast. <clears throat> All right. What what would you say? I, Do you have a favorite episode? What's your favorite episode or favorite? scene what's it what's like a scene or an episode that just like takes you away to another land I, we've we've talked about this a bunch just because like new york is not new york right now with with covid and there's certain things that it's like that it's so much more comforting to watch like to be in the city like you were saying when you were in la and i feel like um i was re-watching an episode recently the uh the real me when the fashion episode 
Um, and I, I was like, there was something about it that was so New York and it was fashion week and they were, they're walking down the street and it like was so like heartwarming to be like, Oh, New York, normal New York, you know? So what, what, what would be a few of those? If you can think of them off the fly. Okay. Off the top of my head. One of my favorites is the episode when she can't get over big. So all she does is talk mm-hmm. about big. Mm-hmm. And Samantha is like, who's going to tell her? Like, she's driving us. You know, and the thing about him is, like, he's the one that should be suffering. He, like, he's going to wake up one day. And they were so sick of hearing her talk about. Like, mm-hmm. I just remember that. And being like, oh, my God, we've all been there. Yeah. And we've also been on the other side of it. We're just like Samantha, where you're like, oh, my God, this girl will not stop. (laughs) So that and I mean, there's nothing more epic than the episode where Natasha falls down the steps Uh and Carrie has to go to the hospital with her. Mm. And she comes up to big at the end. And she's like, the plastic surgery's in there. They say that it won't scar, whatever. And then he's like, Carrie, thank you so much. And she's like we are so over mm-hmm. we need a new word for over yeah, yeah. That's, that's so good, that's so or, good. Or, or 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 remember i okay i don't know the exact words but it's something to this effect when she is getting ready to leave and move to paris are you there yet Mm-mm. oh you're not no we haven't yet. gone there no we haven't, no, we haven't no, gotten there you can, you can, you can, i still want to hear about it Okay, I, so I still want to hear about it. Is there some sort of radar that just when you're about to be happy, like just when you found happiness, your like your ex will come around? Like yes, just yes. when you're about to be happy, she's just about to leave to Paris, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. literally she she's coming home from her goodbye party, and she's at the steps and she's going up the brownstone, and literally Big's car pulls up. What? And she's like, Whoa! What do you have? And she tells him, what do you have? Some kind of radar that just when it, it tells you Carrie's about to be happy, then you show up just to mess it all up. Mm. Ain't that the truth? I think yeah. that that is so true, though, because I I have and I think I, I don't know if it's psychological or chemi- like human chemicals, but it's almost like when you decide like we were talking about Harry Goldenblatt earlier, he knew what he wanted. He yeah. knew what he wanted. And I think like sometimes when you you need to know what you want because because that will happen. The second like I've been like, man, I'm 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 single, but it's like, oh, I'm I'm interested in this girl. And it could be like maybe this is like a actual relationship thing. It seems like all of a sudden a few other options will pop up in your head and mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And and I was like, this happens so much, and it's such a thing that people talk about that it must be such a human thing that is actually real. And then it just proves that you need to know yeah. what you want and why you want it, or else you're going to float around and, and hurt people. And um, oh, I'm so excited for that part in the show now. So I know. No, it gets so it gets so good. It gets so good and emotional. Oh my god, the episodes in Paris are emo on another level. Yeah. Prepare yourself. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, we we haven't talked a ton about it, but I think we would be remiss if we didn't. We miss so much of the fashion in the episodes because mm-hmm. we are three dudes who do not know a lot about fashion. And you you own a handbag line. You and know, you know a lot, lot about fashion. fashion. Uh, can you tell us some of your favorite fashion moments in the show? Yes, I actually even 
created a bag that was so 90s carry vibe. It's called our Lamode. Um, but oh my God, such great fashion moments. Okay, fashion moments. I, I mean, like people talk about the newsprint dress that Carrie had, uh, she, where she's yes, wearing like, the every, New York yeah, Times dress. Sure. Everyone talks about the Carrie, the Carrie too. Samantha, Samantha has some like crazy power suit. Suits. She wears, she wears like, this, like power, power suit. suit in one of the episodes. Carrie's outfits in Paris. Prepare yourself. Okay. okay. Because she ends up having like a book meeting with other women in Paris, other like a group of friends in Paris. What she wears that night is epic. Obviously, the Oscar de la Renta gown from the the ball. I mean, she goes to see the opera. Yeah. You've seen with, that? With, yes. Yeah. And he gets her the dress and she wears it in her and then she faints and they go to McDonald's. It's mm -hmm. epic. That gown is to die for. Um, I'm trying to think like every day. I mean, if we're being honest, every time you're watching Carrie get ready or she's in her panty and bra, her body, I'm oh, like, oh yo, Sarah Jessica Parker, why do you have these abs? Like, yeah, and yeah. I'm most of the time eating while watching the show. So that's just <laughs> a mess. I'm we, like, we, yeah, she yeah. could wear a paper bag and her body is just so stunning. Or the fashion roadkill episode. I mean, there's amazing fashion in that yeah, with yeah. Shane Gabbana. Yeah, that one's crazy. But I actually really love Samantha's fashion a lot of the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did did the fashion in the show inspire you to, I mean, I know you have a bag that's based off of it, but that, did that inspire you for your handbag line or to get into fashion? Absolutely. Um, hello. She's like, I'd rather not eat dinner because Vogue feeds me more. Like, <laughs> she, you know, I, just, I feel <clears throat> that. Yeah. We hear that. We hear that a lot, but uh, you know, it, we have there, to, we have to watch it. The fashion in the second movie is to die for, and the look. But I hated the storyline. I hated mm -hmm. where it went. The um, yeah. I guess we don't want to know that. Do you feel like there was something that they took it out of New York? Because it seems like they do. They do the second one in Dubai. I know that. But why do you think the show could handle being in Paris, in without New York City? but it couldn't handle being in Dubai. It's the storyline. I loved the vision of Dubai. I loved the look of it. I loved the fashion. It was not Dubai. It's the storyline. Mm, okay. Were you bummed about the news that the third movie wouldn't happen? I was. I was super bummed. Super, super bummed. But um, can you guys see a show being done without Samantha? Because I actually could. That's a great... That's a great question interesting. interesting i could and i uh, love kim cattrall with all my heart but i know that it was rumored that she really was the one that didn't want to sign back on to do it yeah and i just was like can't we say samantha is somewhere else yeah yeah i think i think i think there's something I think to it, i think it could work be being in like a time now where like i remember when like they brought Arrested Development back and like Family Guy was gone and they brought like, it's weird because it was, that used to never happen. Like once a thing was done, it was done. And I do think that people are way more forgiving now of being like, hey, we can bring something back and it doesn't need to be the exact same thing. We're fans of this world. And I do think people would be forgiving of that to be like, hey, if, because it it is like in a way, it is a bummer to if she doesn't want to do it, like I wouldn't want to be a part of something for the rest of my life if I didn't want to be. And I think feel like it would be like no hard feelings. Like, hey, you don't need to do it, but like people would still so be excited to catch up with these the other three people. Three of them, I really do. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think I think we need to get the word out to everyone that it's like, hey, we don't need all four. You know, bring back. We sex. could do all three. Maybe maybe even add some diversity into the mix. Yeah, not <laughs> absolutely. There, there, there was there was uh, add a lot. There, there plenty of opportunities for that. Listen, you that this needs to be your project. I mean, you gotta yeah, get it, the, you're get a it. native New Yorker. We'll we'll hold you to it. Let's let's make it happen. I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, thank you, thank you so so much, um, for doing this. It's so great to meet you, and also, it's like so inspiring to see how much the show has positively affected people, and um, and brought so much joy, and I don't know, and kind of wisdom. I it seems like the show like uh, has Absolutely. brought like a lot of wisdom to people's lives too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, hey, if people people can follow you, uh, can you shout out your your uh, fashion company, your bag company as well? So look, yes. Look that up too. So I have a fashion company called La Boot, and it is a vegan luxury handbag line. We are also launching loungewear, and you can follow us at at La Boot. It's L-A-V-O-U-T-E. I also have a jewelry line called XIXI, and our Instagram is at XIXI. And then you can follow me as well, and you can get all of that on my Instagram page at Adrian Bylone. Awesome. And you can also, at that page, you can see a year ago, the happy birthday video from Sarah Jessica Parker. Facts. Awesome. There you go. Thank you, Adrian. Everyone, this was, uh, Adrian. This was so iTunes. incredible. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hop on our iTunes, rate and review us, tell your friends, and uh, we'll see you later, Taters. Share the Samantha meme. <laughs> later. Bye. Later, Taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cabin, Kevin James Doyle, and John Sieber. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and narrated by Katie Sieber. This podcast is part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Check out all their great podcasts at seltzerkings.com. You can find the boys on their socials at The Bradshaw Boys or on their website at thebradshawboys.com. And as always, if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.